This is Podcast Quincy's City View with Mayor Tom Cook. I'm Mark Carey, his media director, and with me in his own office, uh, in his honors office, is Mayor Tom Cook. Mayor, how are you? I'm well, Mark. How are you doing? I'm pretty, fantastic. Pretty good singer, but I don't think you had much of a career in comedy, did you? No, but uh, I got a, I got a joke for you. Ready? You got to answer the question for me now. Now ask me the you ask me the question. Say, ask me. Say, what's the secret of comedy? What's the timing? S- <laughs> Jerry Williams told me that. I used to work oh, with Jerry Williams good. at WRKO. We'll that's talk a about that later. <laughs> so that's my comedy bit, and that's all there is to it. But uh, Mayor, let's uh, we're going to talk a little bit about it's Labor Day coming up uh, this weekend, and as we're recording this on Thursday afternoon, this should be up tonight. Actually, this this podcast. We're going to be a little bit busy next week, so we're going to talk a little bit about the the General's uh, Bridge and Park opening and the dedication that's coming up soon. But before we do that, let's talk about uh, a little bit about uh, we just opened up a brand new, you just opened up a brand new welcoming center. Welcome center for the city of Quincy, where the old Grandasia was. And now it is that building is owned by the city of Quincy, and it's a really nice place to go if you're going to want to come visit and find out what's happening in the city of Quincy. Yes, I congratulate Dagny, Ashley, and the team for putting that together, Bob uh, Damon, and others. As you know, we had a little tour program right out of the old town hall, but the foot traffic over at that corner is pretty tremendous, so we can grab people a little bit easier. The corner was available for now. I mean, this is already in- interim until we decide what the long-term plan is for the building, but... In the meantime, it's a great place for some of our visitors to check in, get some more information about who we are, uh, what's going on. Uh, uh, so it's good stuff. It's it's as you know, we have quite a story in this city with plenty to talk about for tourism and visitation. So um, yes, I'm glad it's open and uh, up and running. Yeah, well. it, it really is. It's great and it's exciting that when the visitor center does open up again, because that's not open, that hasn't been open since that's before the park COVID, service. The park Correct. service, yeah, but that does. They do a great job of, of letting the world know that we're here. And people go to the visitor center, but right now, you don't have to go to the visitor center. You can go visit the new welcome center that we have, which is right across the street, diagonally. That's correct. It's too bad the park service is not open. I mean, um, you know, it's the federal government. I can't obviously decide on that. But at least we can capture some of those people who have come in here for some kind of a Quincy experience. Now, we have our own tour. We have our own uh, facilities that we can you know, manage some of that and help people learn a little bit about the city. It's not the, quite the same as visiting the Adams Mansion on the birthplaces. However, there's uh, more to the story than the Adamses, although the Adamses are a big part of it. There really is. And, and just to touch on this really quickly before we get into the, the meat of what we're going to be talking about today, we just have so much to offer here in the city. And just in the, in the USA Today, as a matter of fact, today, USA Today put, picked the top 10 places around greater Boston area and some in Boston and neighborhoods to eat. And Quincy was one of them. Imagine that. All the terrific restaurants we have. Amazing. Amazing. A lot of events coming up, too. On September 18th, right out here at Hancock Adams Common is the Pops Concert, which is with the Quincy Choral Society and the Quincy Symphony Orchestra with Yuigi, who is a great guy. Terrific. Absolutely uh, terrific. They're going to be playing at the Hancock Adams Common at 5 p.m. We just encourage you to go to discoverquincy.com, which is the city's website, and uh, we have a lot of things coming up, too. Absolutely. That's always a great take. These uh, folks are extremely talented. Also, we have the Art Fest. Fest. Oh, that's Fest. Absolutely. That's the 24th, 25th, that weekend, 26th. Yep. Saturday the 25th. 25th, Sunday the 26th. Yes. Co-hosted by the Art Association, the City of Quincy Park, our rec departments. That's always a great take right at Adams Field. It really is. And especially now since we moved it over there, it's it's uh, it's quite an event. It really it is. It is quite an event. And it's there's more room over there so yeah. people can spread out a little bit and enjoy the day. There's usually entertainment. Again, if they go to the 
website, they can learn a little bit more about that event as well. And the next week is the Food Truck and Music Festival now, which is on now on, on the next Cognitive week after Street. the Fest, not next week. Yeah, the next week after that is gotcha. October 2nd is the Food Truck and Music Festival, and that is on Coddington Street. We I have one question. Is the whoopee tr- pie truck coming? <laughs> that is the only question that <laughs> the mayor doesn't care about who's on stage and the big, big stage that we've been playing. Absolutely. Uh, some great bands, by the way. That, Ward those whoopee pies feed that big, big stomach of mine. The so. whoopee pie truck will be there. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. I don't care who the music is. <laughs> <laughs> well, the music is Ward Hayden is one. He's who's fantastic. That? Okay. As uh, a Blondie act, a Blondie uh, tribute band. Okay. They're really, really good. And there's a band called Dick and Jane I heard is doing one more year. Are they doing that one more year? Yeah, one yeah. more year. Dick and they, Jane. You played them at the end when people were leaving? No, actually. Oh. We, we, we right, right smack dab in the middle. Okay. All right. Well, this will be fun. Yeah. We'll let we'll let folks know as time goes on. Please visit City of Quincy, all of our social media sites, uh, at, uh, the City of Quincy on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, uh, on Instagram, and, of course, discoverquincy.com, the City of Quincy website. Okay, that's enough of all that. Housekeeping out of the way. Let's talk about the big event of the year, if not the decade. Let's talk about September 11th. It's a big day. It's a dedication of the park and the bridge. And uh, folks, just uh, Mayor, tell us about that. I think as far as a public event goes, dedication-wise, it's only rivaled by the Hancock Adams Common. And I think that will be for many years to come. Yeah, I know we've talked about this a lot. We introduced this a number of years ago at one of my state of the cities that uh, the new bridge that we're going to be built by Mass the State, Mass Dot, over the tracks, bring in another egress in and out of the square, because as you, as you know, the spine of the city was separated by the tracks. Yeah. And we've got a number of east-west connections. This will be another one just to help with egress in and out of the downtown, right turn and right turn not only. So when we talked about it early on, spoke to the governor and others, and we, we decided to name it for the generals. Uh, we have a lot of generals from Quincy. Which is amazing. And uh, some very prominent ones, actually, yeah. some of the prominent positions they held. Uh, and, and, of course, uh, the city council uh, supported it. The legislature supported it. It's been a major, major project for the Mass Dot, the bridge. And the city has been a major project in building a new road over there. Now, the old Rossway, it was called, <laughs> those were never real accepted streets. They were kind of like driveways and alleyway. We had the old garage over there that delivered like urine. The it, delivery it for just, child world, yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, it wasn't much positive going on back there, you know. So kind of reinventing the whole downtown, as we know. We're going through a tremendous transformation. This is really the next big phase. As I said with the Hancock-Adams Common, with public investment comes private investment. Well, the same thing's going to happen down here. We can talk a little bit about the development later, but for the, the new roadways that are built. So the bridge now uh, will become Dunford Drive. It goes to Hancock Street, crosses Hancock Street, and connects to the Kilroy, the new parking garage on the, the old Hancock lot site. And then from Granite Street to Hannon Parkway is McConville Way, which will cross Dunford right by the bridge. So those will be the two major roadways now in that part of our downtown that now create those those lots that now are going to be developed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked a little bit in the past about Fox Rock, a medical office building, retail space, a hotel, residential building. We've been talking to, about Sam Slater's 15-story residential, Joey Akari's seven-story residential, both of them with having retail, the restaurants on the first and second floors. Sam Slater talking about the corner, perhaps a performing arts center that we've talked about to go with that building. And then south of the bridge, we'll be looking at new commercial building or two with another parking facility. So it's really laying out beautiful. We put all the utilities underground ready to go, all new water and sewer lines, drainage lines to connect everything. So now, you know, this is kind of the, the topping on the Sunday, if you will. 
what we're doing with the, the generals. So the bridge uh, is going to be really handsome, not a typical prefab concrete. It's got granite veneer on it. It's got uh, bronze stars, bronze, uh, beautiful light fixtures on oh, the top yeah. of the plinths. They really are. Uh, really handsome, handsome structure. And again, I thank the governor and the legislature for the help with that. Is it just a typical bridge with the red chain link fence on it would not have been an appropriate dedication mm. for anybody, never mind the generals. So, and of course, as part of this, we built the beautiful new park in three phases over there. And the first phase has the U.S. flag pole, state flag, and the city flag. And in that space, kind of introduces the park. In this circle on the ground with granite pavers, has the city seal at the center. And around that um, is all of the generals' names since the Revolutionary War. 18, served. By the way, 18 right? of them, correct. 18. Amazing. We have five living of the 18. And then. Also engraved in granite throughout this circular area would be all the wars and conflicts with the amount of people from Quincy who served, those that served in these particular areas. So it's really cool um, because it's, you know, in general, Dunford talked about this with me when we spoke, you know, this is about, it's about the enlisted men and women, you know, of course it is, but it's also about the leadership. Uh, so we're trying to ac- accomplish both here. So that's the, kind of the phase one portion. You cross Dun- Dunford Drive, it's a small road there, into Part two of the park, which really tells the story of the generals. So there's three full-size statues, one of Sullivan, mm-hmm. one of McConville, and one of Dunford. Sullivan was chief of staff of the Army back in the 90s. McConville is the chief of staff of the Army today. That's the top man in the Army. And there's been 40 of them since they created the chief of staff position, and two of them have been from Quincy. Think about that, right? And they're both alive, so, and they're and all, they, all these people are alive correct. to see these statues. And, of course, great. General Dunford was the commandant of the Marine Corps, but also rose to become the chair of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. He served four years in his career with that. I think is a total of 40 years of service to our nation. Uh, pretty incredible stuff. So those are the three, I call the biggies, we're at the four-star level. Yeah. And then if the, we have four busts of four generals. We have General uh, Charles Sweeney, who was the North Quincy High grad, by the way. Uh, he was on both flights that dropped the bombs on Japan, uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. He was pilot on one. I think he was a navigator on the other, but um, involved in both of those. He later wrote a book called War's End because he got tired of revisionist history saying that we were the bad guys doing that. And all accounts showed that we would have lost or had been casualties up to a million men and women, and there would have been millions of civilians on the, on the Japanese mainland would have been killed. So if it was that, terrible. Right. No matter how you slice it, water was terrible. Yeah. Uh, and I, we hope we never see another bomb dropped in, ever in, in the history of the world. But yeah. So he had uh, quite a history as a flyer and uh, certainly want to recognize his contribution. General Steve Keefe, who was Air Force, he served as a two-star general. Uh, both Sweeney and him were major generals. And uh, he's Air Force and then Air Force Reserve for a number of years. He also served as an assistant city solicitor under then-Mayor Meldel de Chiesa. So another guy with a long record of public service in addition to his is uh, obviously service to the to the nation. And then, of course, we have Ronald Rand, who was a one-star general in the Air Force. He was one of 12 kids, grew up in the Point, as he calls it, the Point. I'm from great the guy. Point. Yeah. He's a real great guy. And uh, he, uh, I know we talked a little bit about it. He was in the Pentagon the day it was hit on 9-11. It's quite an experience. Our interview with him for the mm-hmm. documentary, it's pretty fascinating. And he's quite a guy himself. So we look forward to hearing from him and his remarks. And then, of course, uh, Frank McGinn, he is a two-star general with the United States Army National Guard. Right now, yeah. Yes. Uh, he's currently serving as a two-star general. He served with the state police for a long time in his career and was both in the police as well as the Guard. Also double serving. 
uh, both uh, his state and his nation, and of course his community as well. He was from Adam Shore. His, his father was a U.S. Army veteran, um, John McGinn. So we look forward to actually the three fathers, as we've talked about, uh, John Fitz's father, Joe Sr., McConville's father, Joe McConville, and uh, Mr. McGinn, General McGinn's father, Mr. McGinn, John McGinn, all veterans. Uh, as I said, McGinn was Army, Donford was Marine Corps, and McConville was Navy, the father, the son is Army. I did ask the father <laughs> what happened. You lost on that one. Yeah. Uh, but they're going to be part of the program. They will be the flag bearers for the U.S. flag and the national anthem. I think it's pretty remarkable. They each served in their own right and the fathers of of some pretty great patriots and Americans. So each of the military flagpoles we have presenters, so some people that had served in those branches will be part of the flag raising, some of whom are currently serving, which we're thrilled to come home for this. Hopefully they'll all get home for this. We have more than 600 names on the honorary committee that it will be in the program book. That was something we had asked, as you know, Mark, for the last several months we've been talking about. It's been in the paper, yeah, social yeah. media, please sign up, please sign up. And we just so folks know out there, there's no master list of people who serve from Quincy. We have numbers and we know people who died in the service, but we don't necessarily have a master list of the individuals who served. So mm. if we did, we would just put that in the program book. So people called in. I'm sure there's some folks that are going to see it and say, oh, gee, my name wasn't in that. Well, this was a, an effort, if you will, for people to, to call in and to help us get through this process. But nonetheless... We honor everybody that served in, in a real way that day. But we do have that honorary committee. The fathers of the generals will be the, the honorary chairs of that committee. Uh, we've got um, the congressman coming. We'll have the governor coming. We've got potentially a flyover. We've got the Howardses coming for the end of the program. We're going to have a beautiful singer for the National Anthem, beautiful singer for the Battle Hymn at the end of the program. It should be a really awesome, awesome day for the city, for our country, for the Commonwealth. I think that during the last 18 months, Mark, as we've talked about, we need some things to, to really celebrate about what's great about this country. I'm tired of people tearing it down every day, the negativity, the cynicism. Yeah, the differences in policy and what we should be doing as a nation, absolutely. Differences, opinions. But I think we've lost some of the decorum, some of the respect for one another, the various views that we do have. At the end of the day, that symbol, that flag is the greatest symbol in the history of the world. It's the most recognizable symbol in the world. Uh, stands for freedom and liberty, and we should never forget that. So those that really um, continue to say America was never great, this country is terrible, well, maybe they should try going somewhere else, and maybe they'd appreciate this land a little bit more. <laughs> well, that's what people say when they leave and they come back, don't they? I mean, they typically say they they go away and they end up appreciating what we have here more so. Yeah, And that's why everybody in the world is trying to get here, by the way. Dorothy we're not was all right. We're not all trying to go to Venezuela right now. You know what That's I mean? That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. so this... And those, uh, those flights coming out of Afghanistan, coming out yeah. of Afghanistan, you don't see people flying into Afghanistan. No. One of the things about this event is I don't think people can really grasp the magnitude of how big it really is. Because that's one of the things, even the Hancock Adams common, I don't think anyone really understood how big this is going to be. This is a really amazing place, by the way. If you haven't gone over there, you're going to see something that is absolutely beautiful. And again, it sets the table for what's to come also for the whole downtown. Now, just uh, we don't want to get into the, this to be a whole downtown discussion and development discussion, but Hancock Adams Common was explained. No one got it until it was done. Really, That's I mean, correct. they no, just didn't. We were under a lot of criticism, actually, you know, how yeah. much this is costing, how long it's taking. Once it opens up, that's all forgotten. People thoroughly enjoy it. It's a beautiful, beautiful totally. space. And I would suggest that both spaces, the Hancock Adams Common and the General's Park area, 
you could pick those up and drop them on the Mall of Washington, D.C., and they would fit. It's high quality. It's granite. It's brick. There's water elements, beautiful bronze statuary. It, it really is top shelf. This is what you see in world-class cities. Now, I'm not suggesting we're Rome or Paris. However, we're an important city, Commonwealth of Massachusetts. We're an important city to the formation of this country and the people that came from here mm. to help create this country. And I I'm just, not exaggerating. Adams and Hancock and Quincy families have I mean, incredible stuff. I heard an architect say recently, talked about Paris being, Paris is done. It's perfect. It's beautiful. I mean, it's, it's done over hundreds of thousands of years. And this country has so many places like this that are being still being worked on and still being, you know, chiseled away at. And that's what's happening here. And it really is happening. It's happening in a sort of a shorter period of time sure. with the Hancock Adams Common, but it opens it up and people can now see that the downtown is something to... To look in amazement. That's right. And I mentioned three parts of the park. I, yeah. mean, I just described two of them. The third piece, if people drive by there, you'll see that large lawn area. It's a beautiful, beautiful piece of open yeah, space is. surrounded by trees. Well, that is, we hope, to be the front door of the new Performing Arts Center. Yeah. It's part of that new building on the corner. Right at the corner, Hancock and Hand, and that big empty lot that we, we've, I know we've talked a little bit about. It's going to be developed. But the whole idea of Performing Arts Center is to really bring together performing arts and, and all those in the community to have a place to call home, to have professional comedy shows, to have concerts, to have special movie nights. We don't have that right now. Right. And, you know, I know that I've heard from some people, when are you going to do something for Abigail Adams and Louisa Catherine? As Abigail said to John, remember the ladies, John. Yeah. And that we will be honoring the ladies with the Performing Arts Center. It will be the first ladies performing arts center. Whatever the name will be, There'll be some beautiful artwork dedicated to the First Ladies. Yeah. And then, of course, we've got a number of female actresses that are incredible historically. Yeah, Lee, Lee Remick, Remick and yeah. Ruth Gordon, and, and I know there's a lot of others, but yeah. certainly they're big names in, in the industry. So that one's going to be a fun one. It also will play into that beautiful open space area as the entrance. And, of course, as we build everything out with the parking facilities, it's all going to come together and make some sense. Hopefully people driving through there now will start to get it to see it make sense. As far as the road layout, uh, obviously they can't necessarily picture the buildings that are coming, but they're coming. Next year is going to be a busy year going in the ground. And after the 11th, when everything is sort of unveiled, take a walk down there and you'll really see the difference. That's the that's the other thing. You have to go there to see it and to experience it. And, and I encourage people to go. This, this event is September 11th at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Now the fire department will be holding at 945 a 9-11 remembrance as they do every year around that time. People are welcome to stop at that. That's going to be a brief ceremony, as it always is. It's mm -hmm. very solemn. And then the program for the General's Park will be 10 o'clock. We'll be starting off with uh, the North Quincy, Quincy High Band marching the generals into the stage area. And then the program begins. It's all open to the public. It also will be taped. Uh, I believe we're going to be carrying well, it live. Yes, we are. So that's the thing. We'll we'll release this information as soon as we get it. It's going to be live streamed. It'll be on QATV. Hopefully, we're trying to get them to live stream because it's a four camera production that's yeah. sort of shooting it, and it'll be live streamed from the event itself, uh, also to QATV and to social media and everywhere. So you'll be able to see it. If you so can't I encourage the public. They can park at the Kilroy Garage and just cross the street and come over. They can park at the Stop and Shop Garage. That'll be open. They could park at President's Place, that garage, or try to find a spot on some of the streets. But there'll be a lot of restrictions because it's a huge crowd. 
and we're dealing with active generals. So there's going to be a lot of security in the area. And not everybody knows Kilroy Garage, by the way. That's the new garage, and it's called Kilroy Square, which is attached to the, it's the back of the fours. That's, That's right. what mostly people are getting it as. But it's actually a beautiful space as well. It's another beautiful place. That holds more than 700 vehicles, so that's, uh, yeah. it's a, it is a beautiful garage. And we will be talking more about the Kilroy in the coming weeks. But, yeah. yes, that will be available at the courthouse. They closed and they closed anyway right now. Yeah. So they're close that is you could park at the courthouse and walk over. There, there'll be a lot of areas around the edges of the downtown people will be able to, to park. We're going to have the Hancock Adams flag, which is the flag we dedicated the Hancock Adams flag. I think it's like 50 by 80 feet will be raised by two cranes. That's going to be hovering over the bridge as we dedicate it. So wow. if you love this country, come on down. You're going to love this event. <laughs> this is going to be quite an event to uh, remember and to uh, hold dear and uh, a great Quincy event overall. September 11th, 10 a.m. is when it starts. It's probably about a two-and-a-half-hour program. It's going to be amazing. Capture it. Uh, if you can't make it personally, make sure you watch it on live stream on one of the social media channels or on QATV. And just, Mayor, again, just want to close out before we uh, wrap this up, just to mention the uh, incredible vigil we had the other night that was attended by a lot of families and a lot of people. At the same time, it's a sad event, but a great time to sort of remember those that we've lost due to addiction. And you've been at the forefront of this since you've been in yeah, office. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an event that is important to hold. I think it reminds the families that then these people are not forgotten. There's a face, there's a story. It's a tragic ending, unfortunately. But yeah. You know, love doesn't stop when somebody dies. You know, these, these people uh, are truly loved, and we, we certainly miss them. And we're going to continue to do everything we can to assist people struggling along the way and to try to prevent people from getting on that road from the start. We've done a lot of programs and instituted things in the schools. But because of the COVID, we've lost some traction on this issue. We're yeah. losing more people to, to addiction, and that's, that's a problem. And uh, we'll talk about more about that some other time. But this is going to be a great weekend next weekend. We really certainly wish everybody a happy Labor Day. And... As we finish out the summer and get the kids ready for school days, school days. (laughs) Thank you, Mayor. Another podcast in the books. We'll see you next time, folks.